Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show. On this Thursday morning, AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC Gastonia, Charlotte, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Thursday morning, middle school basketball. We've got some college stuff to talk about. Let's get after it. So glad that you've joined us on this Thursday morning. Greetings and salutations to all of you. Should be a good day outside. A little bit of cloud cover later on today, but temperatures getting into, dare I say, the mid to upper 60s. Mm, sign me up for a little bit of that. If only there was a time to break out the 7-iron. That time is coming. I can assure you of that. We've got a great bit to cover today. We've got some college basketball to talk about. We've got some conversations today. Going to go a couple of different directions as it relates to the conversations. Austin Robinson is going to join us today at 740. We'll talk to him. It's jamboree season again. Of course, there are two times of the year to where FCA handles jamborees. Now, this is a newer pursuit for FCA as they're diving into baseball and softball jamboree action. And it follows a very similar template to what you would see on the football side each and every year. We're going to let Austin Robinson explain all that in great detail when we have him on at 740 this morning. At 8 o'clock, Joe Hughes is going to be on. Haven't had him on in a while, and it's not because we're still salty over the fact that he won our pick six platform over the fall. He won it fair and square. In fact, he probably spotted us a couple freebies. He came back and won late in the year. He is the pick six champion of the Rush Hour Morning Show, the champion prognosticator. He'll be on the show at 8 o'clock, and we're going to talk about a wide variety of things. It could move into WWE. I'm not going to say that it won't. But, Bill, there'll be some things that we need to talk about, certainly as it relates to high school basketball, as we're getting closer and closer to the final day of the regular season in high school basketball. And certainly if you listened to the show yesterday, had some great conversations. Troy Phillips of Hunter Huss was on the show. Then you had Brad Levine of Crest. Well, we're going to keep that theme going a little bit tomorrow We'll give you some details about that a little bit later on. And then, of course, 
at 8.20, we're going to brief you on some of the things going on the show, some of the things we've got going on tomorrow as uh, we're starting to hit a pretty good rhythm. And so we want to keep you aware of all of this. And then at 8.40, we're going to talk about middle school basketball. A big, big day. And, and there's a couple of games in particular that we're going to have our eye on. So we'll talk about all that throughout the course of today. So let's go ahead and get into some scores from last night. Some of the things that you may have missed overnight. Break out the Charlotte Hornets. Three in a row going into the All-Star break. The only thing right now that could stop the Charlotte Hornets is the entire NBA when they go to the All-Star break. The Charlotte Hornets, a convincing, this is not a typo, 122-99 win over the Atlanta Hawks. This is a team for the first time, and I don't remember when, certainly the first time this season, they have won three consecutive basketball games. 122 to 99. It might look, at some point, if this continues on the other side of the All-Star break, we may actually have to start talking Hornets on this show. Don't get me wrong, we're not going to make it a focus. But if we dabble into the Hornets, that's all right with me. As it turns out, we hadn't had anything worth talking about in reality. Perhaps that's changing a little bit. As they get a 122-99 win last night, Brandon Miller, 26.6 rebounds, 4 assists. Trey Mann, 21 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Mile Bridges, ho-hum, 17-5-4. Grant Williams, 15-10. and 10. As they'll go into the All-Star break, winners of three straight before they head out on the West Coast road trip that will encapsulate four games. College basketball last night. Number one, UConn. 101-65 winners over DePaul. So the defending national champions starting to find a rhythm in the Big East. Number nine, Tennessee. 92-63 winners over Arkansas. A top 15 matchup last night. Now, we've been talking recently about South Carolina. The, game, the Gamecocks have been really good as of late. And they have. And, and doggone it, they deserve all the flowers they've been getting as of late. Last night, they hit a road bump. And I mean, it was, well, they, they hit the curb, basically. 101-61, Auburn beat South Carolina. That was a 13-ranked Auburn Tigers team that beat South Carolina. Now, the game was in Auburn. So, again, we talk about home court advantage in all of these conference games. It's, it's a thing, folks. It really is. Road wins, ask any college coach. They're gold. They're massive. Auburn with a 40-point win over USC. Tell you who's going to be excited about that result. It's App State. App State has a home win against Auburn 
earlier in the year. That's not nothing, folks, especially for a team that App State, really good in the Sun Belt, may not necessarily win the tournament. However, however, circumstances like this benefit them. I don't know that there's going to be two bids coming out of the Sun Belt, but if there are, App State is going to benefit from that game last night. If you'll allow me to pause just a second, no shot. We'll cover that at 7.20, no doubt. I, I was trying to wait until you finish the story. I was trying to give you a break. I know. I, I appreciate it. Let's, let's move on. We'll definitely talk about that. Forgive me for being diverted for just a moment. Last night in the ACC, Notre Dame got past Georgia Tech 58-55. Clemson beat Miami 77-60. Is it possible that we're watching a bizarro world type of event happen in college basketball, particularly related to the, to the Clemson Tigers? My co-host, Corky Franks, not high on the Tigers when it comes to them playing in the ACC. And earlier this year, they were proving Corky's point. However, they're starting to turn a corner and win some ACC games. The exact opposite of what happened last year when they got off to such a fast start, even in the ACC, and fizzled out at the end. This is a club that ran over a lot of speed bumps early in the conference year. Maybe they're riding this thing, and if they are, is it enough to get them over the top? That's going to be an item that we have to look at. And naturally, when you beat Carolina... You're going to get some attention, but they've been able to parlay the win against Carolina into some positive moments afterward. And as we're getting into the, the final mile, if you will, in the journey for the ACC, maybe they're hitting their stride. Maybe Brad Brownell is going to actually have a team that is going to go into the tournament with momentum and maybe get even into the NCAA National Tournament. We'll have to wait and see. Southern Conference action last night. Furman beat VMI 75-62. Wofford took down Mercer 73-60. UNCG took down the Citadel 76-61. Samford. I've been talking about this club. Western Carolina had been the surprise of the league. Samford had been the team that was the best from top to bottom, and they had been proving it night in and night out. Furman, still hanging around. Furman's going to have to be dealt with. But Samford is, without question, the most impressive squad in the Southern Conference. They win again. They beat Western Carolina down in Birmingham last night, 88-62. An impressive win for the Samford Bulldogs, as they really do look like the favorite to win the SOCON this year. Now, does it happen in tournament time? I don't know. Usually, the SOCON always has a surprise for us. Samford, though, is playing at a phenomenally high level at this point in the season. Also in the SOCON, Chattanooga beat ETSU 84-71 to last night. 
I do want to mention one local score. North Florida beat Queens 93-79. I want to talk about a not-so-local score, but somebody involving a local Gaston County product. Last night, Northern Kentucky, I'd mention this club. Look, full disclosure, Northern Kentucky is one of my favorite teams in college basketball. I'm a mid-major junkie, love them, love the Norse, got the hoodie, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm in, okay? However, along the way, this is something that's been going on for years. Along the way, Randall Pettis signs to play at Northern Kentucky. Getting minutes was going to be difficult because Sam Vinson, Queswark, those guys are stars on this Northern Kentucky team. A perennial winner in the Horizon League. Sam Vinson goes down with an injury. He's out for the year. They need someone to step in. Randall Pettis has been doing this. Randall Pettis was the freshman of the week last week in the Horizon League, and he continued his good play last night. Ten points, six rebounds, four assists for NKU as NKU upsets Green Bay. In Green Bay, winning that game 58-57. So congratulations to Randall Pettis, who's getting some burn now, and in getting burn, he's showing some success. Had a chance to watch a little bit of this ball game on the delay last night as I basically streamed the, the thing after it was over, coming home from the Winthrop game, which, by the way, congratulations to the Winthrop women, 54-51 winners in overtime last night over Radford. They're now 6-6 six and six in the Big South Conference, 12-13 and 13 overall. But congratulations to Randall Pettis, who's starting to show what he's capable of in the Horizon League. Tonight, basketball action. Texas San Antonio comes to Halton Arena to take on the Charlotte 49ers. Obviously, there's a building buzz in this area as it relates to the Charlotte 49ers and subsequently the interim tag being taken off of Aaron Fern. And I'm sure that's something we'll cover a little bit later on in this show. Winthrop tonight travels to Radford. They'll take on the Highlanders in the Deadman Center, part of the ESPNU Big South Conference wild card. That game will start at 7 o'clock tonight. Should be an interesting contest. Last time they faced off against one another in Rock Hill, triple overtime. It was a wild game. And I really wouldn't anticipate anything different tonight at Radford, Virginia. Speaking of Big South Conference, scores from last night. We almost had a complete shifting in the Big South Conference. Presbyterian last night rolled into Asheville and was beating UNC Asheville by, I think, as many as 17 points in the contest. UNC Asheville was getting yoked by Presbyterian. Well, UNC Asheville has Drew Pember. And when Drew Pember's around, you usually can change the narrative pretty quickly. And that's exactly what they did. They were able to come back from 17 down, beating Presbyterian 71 to 69. High point, not so lucky. High point, at home, loses to USC Upstate. The fighting Dave Dickerson's beat Beat High Point in the Quebane Center last night, 86-81 to in overtime. 
that is going to shake the landscape of the Big South Conference. You had Asheville almost taking a loss at home. You had High Point taking a loss at home. Gardner-Webb beat Charleston Southern last night down in South Carolina, 85-77. I'm telling you, Tim Kraft does it every single year. Every year, he puts a fly in the ointment of the league. Maybe not always the most talented bunch. Maybe not always the cleanest bunch. Maybe not always the most efficient offensive bunch. But they seem to get it done just in time for the Big South Conference Tournament. I'm telling you, the conference tournament's going to be nuts. So with that said, that covers things from the college basketball side. Again, Austin Robinson's going to be on at 7.40 this morning. At 8 o'clock, we're going to have Joe Hughes on. Still working on some other stuff for later on in the day. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday morning. When we come back, Corky Franks is going to join me, and it's obvious we've got some stuff to talk about. We'll do it when we return on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. 
than someone in the market of what you have to sell. Hopefully, they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. The 704 Sports Academy is a baseball and softball training facility committed to the total development of the athlete. Owner Weston Lawing invites you to learn from qualified instructors that focus on your ability to compete with freedom. Find Weston on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 704sportsacademy.com. The 704 Sports Academy, 704-734-7431. That's 704-734-7431. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Thursday morning. As we are literally, <laughs> we've got the abacus out, we've got the calculator out. We're trying to do some calculations in the background because, uh, well, the man over here across the table from, he's pretty animated about what's going on. And usually it's, when he gets this animated this early in the morning, it's, um, usually involving numbers. So we're going to give him a moment to kind of dive in to numbers. Um, this is what I can do, okay? And we're going we're gonna to go into this um, a little bit later on today. So, for instance, when you look at our 740 guest, Austin Robinson, Austin Robinson, Brandon Strupp, of course, both with FCA, they have helped us along the way in trying to get the word out, and, and certainly we've been a utility for them in helping them get the word out about things that they're doing related to FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, um, a great service that they offer to both kids and coaches in Gaston, Lincoln County, and certainly surrounding areas. Um, FCA is not something that's isolated strictly to Gaston or Lincoln County. It's a national organization but we have specific ties to the locals as it relates to FCA. So they come on the show, tell us about things related to things like jamborees and other special events that they have, and we give them a platform to do so. And one of the things that's happened over, wow, I, maybe the last decade, is you've started to see the FCA football jamborees take place. And Lincoln County has their own version I think it was held at North Lincoln this past football season, and we kind of broke that down. This past year, the FCA Jamboree was held over at Stuart Kramer, and it looks like that could be a fixture in Gaston County just because of the fact that they've got an artificial surface. The reality is, is the last thing you want to do is utilize a Jamboree before the season even starts on a natural surface really putting perhaps a team at a disadvantage, especially if you have some inclement weather. If you do have some rain, if you have some possible iffy weather conditions, you don't have to postpone. You just play on the artificial surface, and typically it doesn't really take a beating. So we help get the word out about those, and we'll continue to help get the word out about the FCA jamborees whenever they occur. I mean, we're hyper-local. I don't know that it gets much more hyper-local than an FCA jamboree involving high school teams, whether it's football or now in this case, baseball and softball. And I think this is a phenomenal concept. 
Because again, you play a half effectively at an FCA jamboree or at virtually any jamboree. But because of the way teams play their system, some teams like to throw the ball a lot, so therefore there may not necessarily be a real flow to it. If you've got a lot of incomplete passes, if you've got a lot of scoring going on, you could see more football than you would a traditional running football team who's going to milk the clock and, and show you fewer plays. However, in baseball softball, there's no clock. Baseball softball, you get three outs. And so basically, the game's going to go as well or as long as you can hit the ball. And it gives a really good primer for those kids to get some reps before you get, get into the actual season, which is not too far away, but mind you. I think a lot of the first high school games that are going to be played either baseball, softball, are going to be at the very tail end of February. I mean, I've been looking at lots of schedules, and February 29 seems to be one of those dates that gets a lot of attention, certainly March 1 being another one. I mean, once you get into March, you are fully involved in high school baseball and softball. It's all part of the it's all part of the pivot. It's all part of the transition period, the crossover season. So we're going to talk to Austin Robinson at 7:40 this morning about what they're going to be doing with their FCA jamborees for both baseball and softball. And I would imagine that this is a relatively new pursuit. I mean, if football's successful, you're going to do baseball softball. And if it goes well, you're going to branch it out into different geographies. So we'll talk to Austin Robinson about that. And then, of course, at 8 o'clock, we're going to talk to Joe Hughes. And Joe Hughes is going to have a – we're going to try to cover a lot of different things with him. Who in his mind is going to be able to take the Big South Conference on the high school side? Who in his mind is really going to be able to challenge, if there is a possibility of anybody challenging from this area, the likes of Hickory and Central Cabarrus in the 3A bracket? Obviously, we focus a lot on the 3A bracket because many of the teams from this part of the world are playing in that 3A classification. Hickory, a juggernaut. Central Cabarrus, a juggernaut. You look at Central Davidson. They're going to be in the mix, as Brad Levine talked about yesterday. Does Crest belong in that conversation? I would say yes. But then if you're going to make that statement, it kind of speaks to the power the strength of the Big South Conference because I don't think there's a ton of space separating the likes of Crest versus Kings Mountain Ashbrook Huss. Not a ton. And I think a lot of that's going to show itself in the Big South Conference tournament. I think it is going to be a showcase of four teams that could make significant runs in the playoffs. Will either of those teams be able to take down the likes of Hickory, Central Cabarrus? We'll find out. So that ought to be very intriguing. We'll have that conversation with Joe Hughes, and we'll cover some other things. And again, if Roman Reigns comes up, I'm not going to deny it. I cannot necessarily stop it. We'll just see what happens. So with that said, I'm going to go ahead and uh, make a couple clicks on the computer here and pull up Mr. Corky Franks. Corky Franks, good morning. What's happening, B-Rush? 
I was going to ask you the same thing. Then about, about fell out of a chair. I, I saw that. You, you were finally able to get your equilibrium. You, you got your balance. Apparently something kind of sort of. You got your balance. Rough night last night. Trying to trying to, but that don't have anything to do with this. <laughs> Praise God for that. Um, yes. Uh, no, I had a great night. Just messing, right? Okay. Uh, every day is good but for you, me. But your morning's not bad either. Listen, living with me, or be, me being me, twenty-four hours a day, it's always good. Always oh. having fun, baby. Oh, okay. Uh, I was looking at the podcast numbers. Right. Oh, okay. Yes. Cam- that, yes, you were. So, the Apple numbers don't come out till later in the morning. Sure. So, but I came by the studio. Before I went and worked out, just to check and get an idea of the numbers, right? Because we know the Apple numbers don't come out early. Sent you the numbers for Spotify, yada, yada, yada. Um, then came back from working out, sat down, pulled the numbers up, still nothing. Clicked around a few times, refreshed the page over, and it's refreshed again since then, since I sent out our, our group text to the crew here, right? Sure. Over 500 podcast downloads yesterday. Say that one more time. <laughs> yeah, that part. Uh, uh, say, over, over, say that one more time. Over 500 podcast downloads yesterday. Yesterday. Isn't that crazy? Forgive me just a moment. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I told you, dude. It's insane. <laughs> it's getting out of control. Yeah, I need, the, the, this. Let me call my agent. This is an out of control, though. Big I gotta be honest with you. I, I really, really. No, he's the head of security. Oh well, he might be my agent today. Well, he, he might be security agent. He might be all that stuff. Yeah, I need to get an agent. This thing's getting out of control. It's. I like it. It's exciting. Yeah, I like controlled chaos. Don't it, you? It's. It's. Um. It's daunting. Yeah, I, I like I mean, it. It really is. Um. It's fun. Five, really? I mean, yeah. you're you're not joshing me here. No, this sh- is sh- five hundred no, no, podcasts. You. No, when I sh- when I showed you, you about, you about shut down the first segment when I flashed the numbers at you. Yeah. Okay. Let's That's... see. Went from uh, God, I got so many, I got so many notes over here. Let's, and I'm half, dis- and I'm half dix- dyslexic. About, <laughs> but I got something mixed up there, bro. <laughs> Hold on, let me go back to the. <laughs> I, I may need to have that button on the ready. Throw a couple extra syllables in there. Few con- what, what, what's that thing called? Consonants? Consonants. Yeah. Yes. And vowels. Not, not continents. It, yes. No, if you say, not incontinence either. Not ocean. Hey, can you say can you say specific? Specific. Okay. Okay. <laughs> a lot of people can't say it. A lot of people say Pacific. <laughs> Which is an ocean. Yeah. Big, head yeah. of security can't say, he can't say specific. He says specific. <laughs> Uh, uh, twi- listen, twins the same way, right? Uh, but but you know what happens when when you start messing with the head of security? Listen. Okay, security goes down. Okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, it's a funny story, real quick. So uh, Mitchell Painter, right? Mitchell Painter of the Seven Hundred Four Sports Academy. He couldn't say it, right? He got so hot at me one day. He he. It was like a Friday. He practiced all weekend. He, I saw him on Monday. He he figured out how to say it. It was hilarious. I'm sure he's listening. Right now, I don't know. He don't go into about twelve. <laughs> <laughs> what? But it, yeah, because it, I mean, let's face it. 
kids aren't getting hit in lessons at, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning at 704 Sports Academy, you know, so that uh, coach shows up over there at, at lunchtime. It works in the evenings anyway. Okay. Yeah, so I didn't throw any – I was very specific. I did not throw any continents in there. Threw an extra con, – what's it called? Consonants? Yeah, consonants. Almost messed up there, Brian. <laughs> anyway, let's see, 2006. Let's see. Uh-huh, a little math here. Yeah, 300 – Be sure to carry the one. Yeah, yeah. 390 just on Apple yesterday. Wow. That may – yeah, 390 on Apple. Over 500 yesterday. Isn't that crazy? Now, please refresh my memory. I don't think we had gotten to that place yet on the show for I don't know. Listen, let me be honest with you. I quit tracking the numbers. (laughs) Like, like, uh, I know October was our biggest downloaded month. And January was second. January was second. <clears throat> this is, I mean, this is going to be the biggest month. There's, I mean, I, unless, the, unless, the, unless the thing implodes, well, something I mean, happens. We've surpassed January already. Yeah. yeah. We've surpassed January. The only thing this, that's left is October. And there's a real possibility we're leaving that in the dust. We're this many away. Okay. Yeah. That was a pretty big month. Okay. Yeah. So... If if we manage to keep that pace up, we're we're gonna have that record by Tuesday of next week. Because I'm telling you, okay? Yeah. Early next week. Yep. What's gonna happen early next week is going to perhaps blow the lid off the whole thing. I should. I would think so. I, I mean, <clears throat> we go hyper, hyper local. We we really do. Yeah. And and, and I'm really proud of what we've been able to do. Yeah. From a hyper-local standpoint. But when you combine hyper-local with what is becoming a national story and you put it all in a blender, yep, it can be a really tasty treat. Yep. And so a little bit later on, okay, a little bit later on, we're going to spend <clears> a little <throat> more time talking about this. We've, we've got some stuff that's going to be coming out through Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, Later on today, that you're definitely going to want to keep your eye on. Who's okay. coming on? I'm not telling you. Mac from the Mac Attack? No. Our show's way better than his. <laughs> John Boy <laughs> Billy? They coming no, on? No. No. <laughs> no. no not, nothing like this. Matt and Ramona? They still around? Matt is. Is he? Yes. Who else? Ace and TJ? They're, no. No. I, look. No, Oprah. We got Oprah. No, 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 not, no. She's not hyper local. Okay. Yeah. When, when it comes out, because that tweet's coming out today at two o'clock. Okay. I've already got <clears> it scheduled. <throat> when, when it comes out, Katie bar the door because it is going to be phenomenal. It is, it is exactly why we are here doing what we do because again, Think about the conversations that are had. I literally had a conversation with somebody yesterday. It says, I can't believe the way that you guys break down middle school basketball like it's ESPN. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what we're trying to do. That's exactly what we're trying to no, do. No, we ain't trying. But well, I mean, <laughs> trying to okay, but I mean, subjectively, some people are going to say, yeah, well, that's just, you know, that's just stick. No, it's not. We're really trying Look, to put <clears throat> these kids in our area in the spotlight. Let, let me let me interject here. Okay. Uh, because we, you know this is my segment, which is about over, <laughs> which is about over with. By the way, 
Brian, all we wanted to do was put a spotlight on the local programs. That's it. Period. The end. We knew how we were going to do it. We're not trying to. We're not trying to steal somebody's stick. You know, we're not trying to be Club Shay Shay. We're not trying to be College Game Day. We just have a good relationship with people. They trust us. Well, all but three that we can't get on the show. <laughs> Come on, man. You're wearing me out right now. <laughs> Look, over over 300 podcast downloads, right? Everybody we've asked on the show, except for Debbie Gibson and three other people, <laughs> got well, back now, to us. Now, hold on. I'm, I'm still holding out hope Debbie for Debbie Gibson. Gibson. Let's give her a little time. I mean, we get, I, please, uh, let just let me hang on to that one for just a little while longer. Yeah, I'm, okay? I'm not giving up on that dream yet. Okay. <clears throat> we're going right. to get her on. We got we do, we're, we're doing a uh, conversation later today. Uh, that we're going to ha- air next week. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody from the West Coast time zone. Yes, which is which is why we're recording it. Yeah. We, we do that from time to time to accommodate yeah. people. And I'm telling you, I mean, it's 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 going to be it's going to be a great conversation. But anyway, you know, we're not trying to duplicate anybody. We're just being us, man. We're just doing our thing. It's fun. It's easy. You know, the the, the people have spoken. You know, they're they're following the podcast. They're listening to the show. Um, you know, they're listening live. They're going back and listening to the podcast later. Yeah, it's growing, man. It's great. It really is. Yeah, it's a lot and of fun. So, and, then, and then before you come into the studio, you have coaches reaching out to you, uh, wanting to come on the show. You got other people saying, hey, can you come do a, quote, college game day at such and such game? Yeah, yeah, we can do it. As long as you bring the checkbook, baby. Or I prefer cash in an envelope. <laughs> Be honest with you. <laughs> sure that yeah. that always works. I like, I like that cash part. Well, let's do this. Let's let's go ahead and take our break because we do want to bring Austin Robinson on talk about the FCA jamborees that are coming up this weekend. Okay. Then at eight o'clock we'll have Joe Hughes on. At eight twenty we can start diving into some of this stuff, uh, kind of mapping out a little more in detail what's coming out later today on social media because it's multiple things coming out on social media later on today that are scheduled. So we'll kind of map all that out a little bit later. And then we'll dive into some middle school basketball because there's some very compelling matchups coming up later on today. Joe Hughes, I know you're coming on at 8. I know you're listening. When's our daggone newspaper article coming out? Come on. What's up with okay, that deal? Okay, so are, we, are you going to ask that? No, I just did. But I yeah, mean, what's the hold when up? When he's actually on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they already... Well, just, just, you just lift your finger and let me know that you're going to ask. Look here. You... Please make it your index finger, okay? How about that but, finger? I don't want that finger. Look I, here. I... Remember that time I was on the front page? Look here. Corky Franks brings booming voice to Honey Hunters. Dude, I was on the front page last May, last summer. Yes, you were. Yeah. About time for Corky and B-Rush to be on the front page. Yeah, because B-Rush never made it. You look better with the honey. You, you, take, that per- you take that person's place. I tell you what, let's, let's go to break. Let's go to break. We're out of control here. We'll be back in just a bit with Austin Robinson here on the Rush Hour Morning Show.
Attention Gastonia homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email Email us, rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. back to the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Thursday morning. All right, Corky, let's do this. I'm going to go ahead and pull up line five, and we are going to welcome a voice we haven't heard from in a while on the show. 
He's been babysitting. Uh, I bet your rear end he has. He probably hadn't slept in six months. Well, uh, <clears throat> we probably woke him up early, but that's okay. Please welcome back to the show here on the Rush Hour Morning Show, Austin Robinson of FCA here in Gaston County. Austin, welcome back. How's things going? Glad to be back. Going good. How'd you Starting like to get into that busy, busy season? How'd you like that picture I just sent you? That thing's hot, isn't it? That thing's, that thing's sweet. I, I might did. have to come over there to that yard sale this weekend. No, that, that's not going to the yard sale. I'm, I might donate that to oh, the school. Okay. That thing's hot. I, I need to show yeah, Brian. Yeah, found a uh, I found an Adidas. It's red, black, and white. Old school, like <clears throat> like 80s windbreaker. Right. And it has a Raider head on it. Logo. It's pretty hot. Okay. Yeah. Right. I sent a picture to uh, Coach Justice and Coach Hodge yesterday. Is that because you've stopped wearing jackets? Is that why? No, I just I, I don't know. I, I can't I remember. Stop wearing it. shirts all together. Yeah, well, I got one on now. I got tired. You know, power bills getting a little high here in the studio. I had to turn that turn the heat down a little bit. I had to start wearing some clothes. No what? comment. Boy, that got quiet quick. Yeah, yeah. just for that, I'm gonna take them off. Uh, <laughs> I'll I've take them you, off. I've heard you say that enough, so I, I just quit commenting. Yeah, <laughs> okay. there you go. We're we're all pretty much numb to it by now. So, so Austin, you've you've got you've had success with football as it relates to the FCA Jamboree. Obviously, the success speaks for itself. You've got events up in Lincoln County and Gaston County working pretty much simultaneously during the football season. Now. You're venturing into the baseball and softball side of things. Kind of give us, kind of fill us in on what's prompted the FCA jamborees for both baseball and softball, and and give us all the details where it's going to be, when it's going to be, all that good stuff, so people can come and support their local schools. Yeah, before I um, talk about the ones in Lincoln County, we're actually doing one for the first time here in Gaston County this year, um, February 24th. It's the week after. Uh, the Lincoln County Jamborees, but it's going to be at Gaston Christian. Uh, Devin reached out to me a while back, said he wanted um, to get a Jamboree started there. And uh, so between he and I and um, some of our staff, we worked together to put one together um, on February 24th. It's th- there's three uh, three teams in the, in the Jamboree um, at Gaston Christian, and the teams are Gaston Christian, Charlotte Country Day, and Legion, Legion Collegiate Academy. Um, and uh, we'll each each team will play two games apiece. It'll be from it'll start at 9 a.m. and we'll finish up around 2 p.m. that day. Um, but looking forward to doing that and um, getting that started over there um, on February 24th. And then um, as far as the Lincoln County Jamborees go, um, our softball jamboree um, will be at Lincoln Charter um, on Saturday, February 17th. So that's this coming Saturday. And uh, we've got a handful of teams participate. We've got North Lincoln this year. They're new to it. Um, we've got Lincoln Charter, the host. We've got South Point. We've got East Gaston. And we've got East Lincoln uh, that will be, all be participating in the softball jamboree. Um, and that'll start at 930 um, <clears throat> that morning and finish up around, you know, 530 or 6 um, that evening. So got a full day of softball. Uh, from the area and um, looking forward to getting those girls out there and, and getting their season kicked off. And, and then um, right, right down the road at, at East Lincoln, um, our FCA saw, or baseball jamboree will be going on at the same time. Um, it'll kick off right at the same time at 930 that morning, but we'll have East, or East Lincoln, our host team, we'll have South Point, we'll have Bandy's 
um, live charitable and uh, Lincoln Charter participating in that. So um, got, you know, two locations started at the same time in and around around the same time in Lincoln County um, and just looking forward to getting softball and baseball kicked off for the area. You know, Austin, and I, I, I want you to help me with something because I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm not familiar with, is the location for Lincoln Charter, is that going to be the Lincolnton location or the Denver location? Um, that will be the Denver location. Okay, um, okay. So the reason we have it at Lincoln Charter is we partner with uh, the Mia Stokes Foundation in that. Uh, they came to us, um, you know, a couple years ago and wanted to honor Mia uh, Mia actually attended Lincoln Charter. That's where they played. And um, for those that don't know, Mia was killed in a drunk driver accident a couple of years ago. Um, and so her sister runs her foundation. Uh, Mallory, she runs the foundation. And her family is very big supporters of the FCA, both girls. And their brother were involved with the ministry and still are. And um, they just want to do this to honor her. And so this is something we're going to do moving forward. Um, we do a presentation um, kind of in between the games to honor Mia and to just inform the girls that are there um, about the, the foundation, about who Mia was, what her life was, and what she stood for um, so we can honor her moving forward. So that's why we choose that location. Uh, Lincoln Charters where she played, and uh, we just, you know, wanted to do that there, and her family is a uh, big part of that. They're, they're great people, and um, really behind the, the jamboree as well. Okay. Well, I mean, that, that certainly makes a ton of sense as we've got Austin Robinson here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. You know, Austin, from from your standpoint, and, and I know that this isn't something that's necessarily going to happen overnight, but given the success of the football jamborees that you have in the fall, given the success of what's going on in Lincoln County, where do you see this possibly growing and fleshing itself out into as it relates to Gaston County? Is there going to be an effort made at some point down the line to where you do you have a softball and a baseball jamboree running simultaneously of one another in Gaston County? Yeah, that's the plan. Um, and obviously it takes staff and you know, people to run that. And we've got the people now in place. And, um, you know, it's just a matter of finding the location in Gaston County because we've got so many teams that, that play and stuff, from, you know, on that weekend outside of the county. But it's just a matter of what we're trying to do here is, is bring that same um, that same schedule here to Gaston County, uh, have a softball and a jamboree or softball and a baseball jamboree. And um, so we're also going to have, we've already got the plans thrown up and we're already in talks. We're going to have a basketball, girls and boys basketball jamboree um, this coming year. Um, so looking forward to that as well. Okay. Yeah. If, um, if, if you would be so inclined, um, I would love to be a part of an event like that. So if you can, as the information gets fleshed out a little more, if you can let me know, I would love to be a part of something like that. I think that would be something very worthwhile. Um, okay, Absolutely. so as when when you when you think about putting events like this together, um, you know what are what are some of the what are some of the details? What are some of the aspects? What are some of the things that are considered in the process of determining? Okay, 
Now's the time. We're going to make the move. We're going to put a we're going to put an event on for softball in Gaston County, or we're going to move to a different location. Maybe even have another one in in another part of the of the county, or another part of Lincoln County, or what have you. What are some of the factors that are involved as it relates to pulling the trigger on something like this and and making an event like this happen? It's just a matter of number one location. Uh, finding a spot to have it, um, someone that's willing to host us. And then number two is just the, the, the coaches and the athletes in the county that are expressing the want to have a jamboree like that. Um, and whether they've been a part of it in the past, they played in it, or they've just heard about it or seen others playing it, um, that's what it takes for us to get something started. And that's what basketball, the basketball huddle, or the basketball jamboree that we're um, – putting on this coming fall um we had some coaches in the area that we started meeting with and they expressed interest in in getting that in place and and they were willing to host and be a lot as far as hands-on with the uh planning of the event and we were like we definitely that's why we are that's why we do what we do we want to be there to serve coaches and athletes and any way that we can serve and also share the gospel um we're going to do that. So it doesn't take much for us to get something going, uh, get something in the, in the works. So, um, but all we need is interest in a location and we can make stuff happen. Well, and, and, and that's one of the things that I was thinking about. Cause again, when, when you start bringing up concepts like this, the hamster wheel inside my head starts rolling and I'm thinking, you know, you've got the Gaston college softball program that plays their games right now at Caramont Health Park, at least until their mm-hmm. on-campus facility gets built. It looks like yes. that Caramont Health Park's going to be their venue of choice for the foreseeable future. My curiosity kind of goes to where, what if you had a day of softball to where your jamboree actually took place at the time frame that you've been talking about, and then later on in the day, the college team takes over over at Caramont Health Park, and it becomes a larger event, and it also gives Mike Stewart an opportunity to see high school kids that he might have some interest in bringing to Gaston College right in front of him. I mean, to me, um, you know, all of the details notwithstanding, it seems like it would be a great fit. And for all the softball fans out there, it would be a great day of softball because there is a growing audience. There's no doubt about it. I just had a conversation yesterday with a softball parent They love this stuff, and they love going to Gaston College games, and to me it just seems like a perfect fit for those that really follow softball to transition from high school, having a jamboree perhaps early in the year, and then going right into Gaston College, which is, of course, where many of these young ladies could end up playing down the line. Yeah, I'll say this about that. Um, I think with new ownership coming in there at Caremont Park, um, that can be now a possibility. because easy, easy. Past, <laughs> past conversations with with the past ownership, I mean, it was impossible for outside organizations to, to do anything there. Um, they were priced out, and it was just outrageous. And I've told many people this. They know. Um, but I think with this new ownership coming in there, we, that can be a real possibility in conversations that need to be had. Well, and I think that speaks – I mean, look, we've needed some good news as it relates to this story That right there, the possibility of these types of things happening, that's just another bit of good news. And it speaks to, and and sometimes that's all you've got. 
the hope yeah. of a new ownership group coming in and making this truly a place for Gaston County and surrounding areas. I yeah. think it's possible. I think it's worthwhile. I think the PR that would come from it would outweigh any sort of financial gain that they might be able to gather from it because let's be honest, um, they've got a lot of work ahead of them at this point. I think that would go a long yeah. way in helping to salve some of the wounds that are um, you know, still being dealt with even today as it relates to that situation. Yeah. So Austin, because we have in the we have in the past we've tried to move some jamborees and stuff there. Um, that was that was a plan all along when that stadium was built. Same with Sims Park. Um, we've done stuff at Sims Park, you know, over the years, and they've been great, great to work with. Well, hopefully that will become a reality. Austin, certainly keep us updated with things as more details roll out with new jamboree events, new sports that are going to be incorporated so on and so forth. Austin Robinson, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you what, for what you're doing in our area, and uh, we'll have you back on the show real soon. Yes, sir. Glad to be on. Appreciate y'all. All right. Take it easy, Austin. We come back on the other side of the break. We'll begin hour two with Joe Hughes. So we're going to talk about a bevy of things in this second hour with Joe Hughes as we continue on this Thursday morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.